ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Win. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome to episode number two of the FRS Slam radio podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. As you can tell, I do sound a little bit under the weather. I have... You're just chugging, chugging. I have a very orange large. juice and popping Dayquil pills right. like it's going no, out of style. First of all, it's not Dayquil pills. Oh, that's right, you have the liquid. By the way, I'm convinced we're going to just, we're going to put the show off on a tangent okay. right away. By the way, welcome to FR Slam Radio. I believe that the liquid Dayquil and Nyquil are more effective than the pill version. I cannot comment because I do not take pills. I have an inability to to take pills. So I, I, I'm a child and I use... How about, how about that handful of greenies you take before each show? That's... No, that's inaccurate. I don't know why you said that. So I have a, my cup of OJ here. I have my NyQuil. Are you, are, you a, are you a pulp guy? No, no pulp. No, you're no pulp. No, See, I'm, I'm heavy pulp. No pulp. So we got that. We're I'll sl- take your pulp. We're slinging the OJ. We're slinging the DayQuil. And honestly... I just need to get myself through the day because we got Wrestle Kingdom in like a couple. We do hours. Wrestle Kingdom twelve tonight. Jericho Omega, Naito Okada. It's I'm really excited. If you would have told me uh, this, we'll get into SmackDown here in a second. By the way, because SmackDown actually didn't suck. It's a this very week. good show. SmackDown didn't suck. I this enjoyed week, which, this is, show. which is a breaking character for them recently. If you would have told me a year ago that I would stay up till four thirty a.m. On a day that I worked and going into another day in which I worked. Which work, we both do today and tomorrow. To watch Wrestle Kingdom, I would not have believed you. And we've and sucked in another friend into this mess. That we have. That also works with us. And if you would have told me that, I would have said, no, nah, there's not a chance. But I am legitimately excited to do it. You Even were, though the Jericho match is going to go on at like 3.30 and the Okada match is going to go on at 4 a.m. Here's my thought. And, and let me know if you think this as well. Because we're going to do our radio show a couple hours from now, 8 to 9 p.m. Uh, Arizona time, 10 to 11 Eastern time. Very heavy Wrestle Kingdom preview show, so you're not going to get a whole lot of that here. You're going to have to listen to that uh, that show, which I will podcast and archive tomorrow for Also, everybody. tomorrow's podcast is basically going to be a Wrestle Kingdom review, so yes. keep that so you're going to get well. all of it anyway. But I have I've come up with this idea of I think we get back to your house later. No, we keep the lights on. We put our phones away. Because I think if we don't recognize what time it is – that is going to be our greatest success plan. Well, the benefit is is I don't have a clock in my living room. That's fantastic. Nor do I have us. cable, so I don't have a cable oh, box that's... that displays the time. We are set up for success. So unless then. you're looking at your cell phone, which we probably will be doing, because you, I believe you're going to live tweet Wrestle Kingdom. Did Trump. you just volunteer me for that? No, you volunteered yourself. You actually said this on the air that you were going to live tweet what I think Wrestle we, Kingdom. What 12. we also might do is I wonder if after matches we do a little post match anchor on our anchor channel. That's a good idea. We should for do this that. For the big matches and see how loopy we get. Oh, yeah. Like, do a live progression of it. So you can follow that on Anchor, which is where these podcasts and, and are living right now. The best part about that is, like, we're not we're not even, like, really drinkers. So we're going to be having, like, soda and oh, yeah. pizza rolls. 
Yeah. And chips. Dude, but we're just going to get progressively, like, slap happy through the night. Because we're just going to be tired. We might, Jericho Omega might make us cry. It might actually be that point of the night where we're so slap happy, and that match could be so emotionally awesome. We might cry. We might it's cry. It's possible. I'm, I'm not ruling we're anything We're going to be those marks. I have never stayed up this late to watch a wrestling show in my life. We're, so we're going I to be it's steel to wheel to me, damn it, guys. Just in my living room. That's like the marquee thing of all. Time. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, a, a, Stay a tuned for that. If yeah. we cry, we'll cry on anchor for you. That's and for a slam on anchor. Um. So let's talk about SmackDown. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about SmackDown. This was a very good SmackDown show. Yes, it was actually a very enjoyable show. I haven't enjoyed a SmackDown really Since enjoyed like it in probably a couple. Yeah, it's been a couple months. Uh. So this show opens up. AJ Styles comes out, wishes everybody a Happy New Year, which is apparently a babyface thing to do. I didn't know this. I didn't know coming out and saying Happy New Year just gets you a big pop. But it did. Well, when Styles you're over. Pop. Hashtag uh, over. So he comes out and says, look, I have two New Year's resolutions. Take the title all the way to Mania and walk out the main event of champion and then beat Sami Zayn tonight, which I thought was a very weird New Year's resolution because you can just accomplish that two days into the New Year. That was well, very odd. Also, like, does he just is he okay with losing the title right after WrestleMania? Well, yeah, that was another question I have. Like, what, what about after WrestleMania? Is that where your New Year's resolution stop? I was very I mean, confused I guess. by this. Uh, so New Year, New You. He said, "Look, gotta cut, gotta I hate figure." That, by the way, if, you, if, you, if you're one of the by the, no, no, if you're one of those people that say New Year, New Me, stop listening to our show. I mean, that's I think that's no, a no, little I, bit. I, no, stop listening to our show. On behalf of Chris and I, stop listening. I think that's a little too unless harsh. you do it sarcastically, then by all means, and then tell your friends. I mean, I, mean, I have a bunch of New Year's resolutions. I didn't say New Year's resolutions. I'm not I said New Year, New Me. Oh, it's not a New Year, New Me. It's the same Me. I'm just going to change some things. How about that? Yeah, you need to change a lot, actually. Yeah, I know. First, I need to stop being sick. Uh, so AJ comes out and, and wants to know, hey, is Sammy, is Kevin Owens going to be in the corner of Sammy Zane tonight? So Daniel Bryan comes out before Daniel can even speak. Shane comes out. We have a big back and forth. Shane apologizes to AJ Styles for costing him the match last week and says, look, sh- people think I have some vendetta against Kevin and Sammy. But see, Daniel over here, some say he's got a friendship with Sammy and Kevin that Daniel lets Sammy be at ringside. So we have a solution. And I don't know how much of a solution this was, because I don't think they thought this through. Kevin Owens is going to be allowed at ringside. Shane McMahon's going to be allowed at ringside. And Daniel Bryan is also going to be at ringside. And I thought to myself, no this is going to go so well. That ends in chaos, right, Chris? Not a chance, right? Uh, it did end in oh, chaos. Oh, it did. It That's did. It did. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But let's talk about what has been 2017's claim to fame, which has been the SmackDown Live Tag Team Division. Yes. What a match this was. What an angle they ran here. Because here, they got me. Because Gable and, and, and Benjamin got the pinfall and got the titles. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm like, they pinned the... I, I did not initially think, wait a minute, Shelton Benjamin was the legal man. But my initial reaction was, they pinned the wrong Uso. Because yes. I saw the cha- I saw the swap. I saw that they, they got... I believe, Twin magic. I believe Jay was legal, but Jimmy got pinned. I yes. always mix them up. So Apparently, Jim- so does the referee in kayfabe. So Jimmy Jimmy got pinned, but Jay was the legal man, and I noticed the switch Jimmy right away. Jimmy got pinned, but I don't care. And then what was Jimmy interesting to me pinned, was their replay to justify the restart of this it's match. No selling my joke. Was a replay of the last tag in the match in slow motion, as if like we're not supposed to believe that that tag. Here's here's my issue with that. And do you have the same issue I have? Yes, that they are woefully inconsistent in every tag match they do about who is legal and who's not. So just deciding that they're going to completely restart a match based on that this one singular time is an issue for me. Now, if you were, let's say, hypothetically speaking, you booked a few weeks in advance, let's say, and you knew that you wanted to run a spot like this on SmackDown. 
What you would do in the two or three or four or five weeks leading up to the show is in other tag matches that were unrelated to this contest, you would have scenarios in which the illegal man or woman, depending on which division was having a tag match, got into a match and the referee said, no, 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 you didn't make the tag, you're not allowed to make that pin, get out of there. And you basically subconsciously train your fans to know that, oh, wow, they're cracking down on this. So then when it happens in a big spot like this in which you want to use it to extend an angle, it makes sense. Whoa, 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 I remember three weeks ago or two weeks ago or four weeks ago when they would not actually count a pinfall because the wrong person was in the ring. This makes complete sense they would come out here and apply this rule and say, no, 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 we have to restart this match. Well, they restarted the match. The Usos get the victory. This was fun. I enjoyed this all heartily despite – the, the problems that you have with the angle. Yeah, there's a logical flaw with it, but the match was excellent. And I thought the execution of the angle was good. Yeah, the execution isn't the problem. It's the inconsistency leading up to it. That's where you need – again, we've talked a lot about on the show about WWE having some sort of like continuity editor that looks at says, okay, what are the potential flaws to this storyline plan? And this is something you could have easily built up even in two weeks' time. To get fans subconsciously to remember that, hey, you need to make sure you're the legal person in the ring when you make the pinfall. Or yeah. when you're being pinned, which was the case here. Then we get Brizongo against the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, but the Bludgeon Brothers beat up Brizongo before the video package can, can, can finish airing, which I thought was very a nice little subtle touch. Yes, I like when they do things just a little bit different than the norm. Uh, and then Ascension comes out to make the save, but they're also beaten up. And then we didn't get this on TV, but we got this in a video afterwards. Brizongo kind of did the same move the Ascension did and said, no, you guys are going to have a match against the Bludgeon Brothers. So we have Ascension against the Bludgeon Brothers next week. Who, by the way, the Ascension got a negative reaction when they came out to make the save. Negative They're reaction. They're not over. I'm just saying they got negative reaction. By the way, Victor is very good, and I think at some point when he gets to be spun off into a singles career, he can make a mid-card run. I don't feel the same way about Connor. I forget which one Victor and which one Connor is. Connor's the bigger one. Connor is the bigger one? Yeah. I like Connor. Probably my personal favorite out of the Ascension. Connor's the one that got suspended for PEDs. Ah, okay. Uh, we get the New Day backstage. Big E and Kofi uh, wish him good luck with a pancake display in the years 2018. Say that when 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 I become United States champion, we all become United States champion. And then Aiden English and Rusev come out or come in there and say, you know what? Look, our wish is for every day to be Rusev Day, which, by the way, it already is. So I don't know why they yeah, so I don't know what they wish. It already is. It already is, is Rusev Day. Also, by the way, Chris, happy Rusev Day. Uh, by the way, there's a new website called istodayrusevday.com, which if you click on it, it will let you know if whether today, or not it is Rusev Day. Yes, just in case you were confused. Did you click on it yet today? Did I, you confirmed? I, would you like me to? Yes, I'm okay, like right so, now while okay. we're on the air. All right, hold on. I Please find. confirm. Yep. Is it yep. indeed All right, hold on. Rusev Day uh, today? Where's that site? Oh, yes, okay. So here it is. Yeah, I made it istodayrusevday.com. Right-click open link in new tab. Uh, it's loading. It's got to check. It's got to check against all the calendars in the world because, you know, there's different calendars all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's already January 4th in some places, so it's uh, it's tough. It, the site is down. So so many people are on it. The site is down. So I cannot confirm whether or not today is Rusev Day. I apologize. All right, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Uh, so that they have that little backstage interaction. Uh, Rusev steals the wish from Xavier Woods, uh, and they were not happy about that, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, and then we get uh, a promo from Mojo Rowley saying he will beat Zack Ryder next week. Then we get a very good match between Aiden English and Xavier Woods. Very happy with everybody, uh, everybody's uh, in-ring presence there. And I thought at ringside, Big E and Rusev going back and forth. And I also very much enjoyed 
Rusev trying to, early on in the match, trying to come around the corner to jump Xavier Woods, then Big E stepping in front of him, and Rusev go, no, I was just kidding. I didn't mean, I, I, I wasn't going to attack, which I thought was hilarious. I'm glad the Mike's picked that up. It was a good match, and uh, Xavier Woods is moving on. Yes, he is, as I predicted on the show yesterday. They also attacked Corey Graves with pancakes in the post-match celebration. They did. I think they hit him right in the face with a pancake. Which is fantastic. Uh... Okay, we need to talk about something. Okay. I, I, I've been so positive. Yeah, no, this is weird. Where, it must be because you're sick. When did we reform the welcoming committee? And why are we just ignoring the promo that Natalia cut at Class of Champions? That's what I was going to ask you about. Remember when I said the promo at Class of Champions meant absolutely nothing? Is this what you meant? This is what I meant. Because she cut that promo they literally, and they have not referenced nothing. it since. Well, again, you can't turn heel when you're already a heel. Which is a fundamental problem. Yes, you cannot turn here when you're on here. But why is she reforming the welcoming committee? And yes, I know they reformed it last week, but why? Also, aren't they heels? Are, they, are we running an all-heel program here? Everybody involved in that run-in last week is was a heel. heels. Yes. This week, it was not. Also, it's funny they let Lana talk and not Tamina. No, they let her talk. Let Tamina talk. Did she, she really? Like two, like, she, yeah, barely. She said like two words, but she, she was said like a quarter of the things that Lana said. Also, why do they still? Why does Lana have to keep the accent up? <laughs> What, what does that do for her gimmick? Why can't she talk like a, like she normally talks? I don't know. It's just I. You know what? I don't. Those are things I don't concern myself with. Those are the, the low, low on the totem pole issues with this show, right? Come on. By the way, okay. This is, we're going to go on a tangent here I, because I'm, we're talking I'm about SmackDown. Very concerned about where you're going. You know that new show they were advertising on Raw and SmackDown for the network. The was Mixed Match Challenge. No, the like was it called Photo Shoot? Oh yeah, the or network show something? that I have watched okay. none of. So I watched the Miz's one. Okay. And there was an interesting fact that I learned because he talked about – remember that promo he cut on Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack? Yes. The famous one. Yes. Well, he talked about what happened there. And he said that earlier in the day – keep in mind he was the Intercontinental Champion at the time. Earlier in that day, he walked into the arena and he was informed by the writing staff that they, quote, did not have anything for him that day despite being the Intercontinental Champion and that he wasn't going to be on the show. And he said, what do you mean I'm not going to be on the show? And they said, well, we're introducing new belts. We're doing this. We just don't have anything for you. So he asked to be on Talking Smack that night. So he was already fuming and, and just ready to explode. And he said once Daniel Bryan made that coward, wrestle like a coward comment, that he just went completely off. So it was more of a shoot than it was a work. Yes. Well, good. It worked for them. Worked and he everybody. said, he was talking about it. He says, I thought Daniel Bryan was going to hit me. And then when he didn't walk off, I didn't quite know what to do because I was just anticipating he was going to punch me. So then I tried to like look for the camera and save it with another promo. But I saw those interesting things since we were just talking a little bit about Daniel Bryan earlier and just popped in my head right there. All right, well, thank you. It's a good you way to segue off of, thank off you, of the Lana tangent. Thank you for we derailing on. us. Uh, Sarah Logan and the Riot Squad pick up a victory over the welcoming committee. What do you uh, think about the shirts? They're bad. Not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I like not, Absolution shirts better. Will not be buying. Will not be buying either. No, I will not be buying either because neither one of those gimmicks will still be around in three months. Uh, so the Riot Squad announced themselves into the Rumble. Charlotte comes out, uh, says, look, I'm a dreamer. I believe in magic. Says there's someone that she knows that wants to teach him a lesson. Which I thought was going to be Becky Lynch at first, and it turned out to be, be Naomi. Naomi. And they said there's somebody else who wants to make you pay, and then Becky Lynch made a return. Fantastic. I love Becky Lynch. By the way, yes, I love Becky Lynch too. Them touting this as like a – and I saw not only WWE but outside outlets, like a surprise return of Becky Lynch. She was literally on Instagram like the last week saying, I'm back. Who's next? 
Yes. So this is not a surprise return. No, it's a surprise because they didn't hype it for six weeks like they do most returns. But it was not a surprise. But I'm very happy to see Becky Lynch back. I, I like very, Becky Lynch She's a lot. one of my favorites. Uh, Baron Becky Lynch is everything they wished Bailey would be if she was booked right. Correct. Uh, Baron Corbin announces that he will be in the Royal Rumble, which is interesting for somebody who is probably not going to be given anything important for WrestleMania. No, but I also, again, I, 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 I'm willing to overlook it for the Rumble, but what is the criteria for just being able to announce yourself in? Well, no, we've not the decided way, on this. Because even the way the announcers talk about it, they declared themselves. Not that Kurt Angle put them in or Daniel Bryan put them in or Shane McMahon put them in. It was they declared themselves. What, so stop, it, what stops Zack Ryder from declaring himself or Kurt Hawkins, even though he's lost 197.3 matches well, in a Well, you've got to have TV time. I think. But so what Bar- stops you? So Baron had TV time. Why can't Kurt Hawkins just run out there and say, I declare myself for the Royal Rumble? Well, that's not how it works. They wouldn't let him out there because he's not on the screen. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's no, like I agree weird. with you. It means nothing, and I'm probably being nitpicky. You are. You can laugh at me, but, like, just one of those things where it's easy for you just to say, I talked to Kurt Angle, and I'm officially in the Rumble. Well, Finn, look at what Finn did. Finn yes. was in Kurt's office and said, Hey, I'm declaring for the Rumble. Kurt was like, Cool. Sure. And then the club reformed, and it was awesome. It was too sweet. It was too sweet. Then we have the main event, AJ Styles against Sami Zayn. Uh, look, I look. Kevin Owens was just trying to make sure that Mike Kyoto's knee was okay. And Shane McMahon, the worst commissioner in all of WWE, go ahead, got him thrown out. Kevin Owens was being a concerned WWE employee. Wow. No. He, he was. was not. He had no idea that what was going on behind him. He sure. saw Mike Kyoto. Had a bad knee, was checking on him, and as Kyoto's trying to shove him out of the way, he's like, "Mike, I'm just checking on him, making sure you're okay." I, I don't understand why, why Shane got all out of uh, all out of sorts. Also, I like Daniel Bryan throwing his boss out of out of the way, which is impossible. Side. Which again, to be fair, but to be fair, Shane didn't go. But this points to my argument that the roles in this match need to be reversed. In this well, yes, it, it would make more sense if they were reversed, but it does allow this interesting element of Shane at any time can tell Daniel Bryan. <laughs> That I'm not listening to you. Correct. You're not my boss. But he hasn't made that line yet. So He's going very, to after oh, what Daniel Bryan very did. much will. So this is going to be very, very interesting. So Shane does not leave. Uh, and then Kevin jumps on the apron, distracts Styles. Zayn hits the Luva kick, gets the pinfall. And now in two straight weeks, the, the WWE champion has been pinned in the middle of the ring. And you know what, Jamie? I'm not mad about it. You shouldn't be because, because it's furthering a storyline. Because it's furthering. It's not the, random. Uh, so that's what we talked about a lot. Because you, in general, yes, dislike when champions get pinned on television in non-title. Ninety-six percent of the time, I hate it. The time where it's fine is this right? Is here. when you're furthering a major storyline that you've been putting a lot of time and effort into. When it's not fine is that's how you determine every number one contender. Right. They're not trying to determine a number one contender. They're, they're telling this Shane Daniels story that has now roped in the WWE champion. Correct. Not on his it own volition. It has now gone beyond Shane, Daniel, Kevin, and Sammy and is now affecting their crown jewel, both in terms of talent and in terms of championship gold. So his reaction is natural of, guys, can you quit bickering? You're costing me matches. And now Daniel Bryan... Took AJ Styles' advice and said, hey, at the Royal Rumble, you will defend your title against Owens and Zayn in a handicap match. You, well, like well, me. Well, 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 but why? It was an AJ Styles, Styles suggestion. Yeah. Well, fine, I guess I'm just going to fight them in a handicap match. But it was very odd because this is where we talk about story progression. There's a big leap of faith from where we were going into the week to Daniel Bryan making that a handicap match. 
because what does he have against AJ Styles? That's but again, the whole point is we'll tune in next week to find out why. Well, right, because that was the first time that, that Daniel Bryan did went, something that was directly against somebody that wasn't Shane. Correct. He put AJ at a distinct disadvantage, even even though AJ suggested it. That was a heel move by Daniel Bryan to Correct. put him in that match, and he did it with a smile. Correct. Why? Tune Which in next is good week to find out. storytelling. Correct. I was I when I left, I went, wow, I am compelled by this angle again. You, you texted me as much. You said, I like this angle again. I did. And you didn't respond to me because, because you hate me. Well, no. It's because I hadn't seen the show yet. Oh. And you, I didn't want you to spoil anything. Oh, you should have just told me. I would not well, have texted I was, you anything. I was, I was a little busy. I couldn't just respond to you. Well, no, no. But I meant like at some point, like, hey, I'm not going to watch it live. Don't message me. Well, you had messaged me after the show was already live. How was I supposed to tell you I wasn't going to watch it live? By just saying I'm not going to watch I, it live. Well, I didn't plan to not watch it live. Something came up. Okay. It kind of changed everything. If ever you don't want me to spoil something, let me you know. Didn't, to be fair, you didn't spoil it for me. I just saw that and I was like, oh, something important. Oh, so maybe something interesting happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, yes, that is something very interesting. Uh, you and I both believe this does not stay a handicap match. No, I believe this will be a triple threat match. With because the Shane will change it to a triple threat match. And then and then it'll be it'll be a weird spot for Shane to be in because he'll actually be rewarding Sammy and KO and Correct. he won't know what to do. This is great. They they, they have turned they have uh, they flipped on this on a multi layered wrestling angle. No, wow, it's amazing how that works. It makes people interested in seeing your product. I know they're doing a very good job. This with is this. the first SmackDown in the last six to seven weeks that I was more interested in seeing the next episode of SmackDown than I was before. Now I still have and a question. That's good television. I still have a question. Okay, I don't know what the payoff talks is. That is the one thing that is still eluding me. Well, I don't know either. If Obviously, if Daniel Bryan gets cleared, the payoff is simple. It is Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Yes, I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. If Daniel Bryan does not get cleared, which is what I believe will be the case, I believe Daniel Bryan has wrestled his last match in WWE. As do I. Then the payoff is going to have to be a... Each one of those guys pick a wrestler that's going to represent them. for, con- And they're going to have a match for control of SmackDown. Okay. That, I think that's what this I has got, to be. I have an idea. This has to be a loser I, leaves I town have, surrogate match. I have an idea. If you want to do Styles Nakamura, couldn't you throw this in there? Couldn't you have... Couldn't you have Shane McMahon say, I'm going to go with the guy that I feuded with last year at WrestleMania to defend me, and Daniel go, I know, I've known a guy for a long time. This is a match that everybody wants to see, and this is the guy that's going to win me. I'm picking Nakamura. And you don't have to have it for the title. You can put the title on KO or Sammy and do whatever you want with them. I can see that. That's your way to get to Styles Nakamura without having Nakamura win the Rumble. Cena can win the Rumble. Fight whoever the champion's going to be, KO or Sammy, to break the, to break the streak. That would be what I would pick. What if Daniel Bryan picks Drew McIntyre? Uh, that would be a very poor decision. What if they decide to debut somebody? That would be a very, very I think poor Adam decision. Cole would be a great pick there, but there's no way he's debuting quick enough to if you need, If you need... Although, I mean, I mean they, they, they move Kevin Owens pretty quickly through the system. If there's an NXT guy you're going to call for that spot, it's Adam Cole. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's too so quick. So I think that debuting anybody N- other Nakamura than- is be- the better choice than, than McIntyre by far. Because you get, you, get you get your big match. You have it be a featured feud on SmackDown. And you can let John go win title number 17. Correct. Styles Owens would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but, but Cena but, Owens would be pretty cool. But what I'm thinking is, is maybe when you get the – because I think AJ is going to lose the title at the Royal Rumble now. 
I, I think so too. So if he loses the title, he's perfect to be in the in this feud. Now Shane's gonna have to convince him, and that may be part of the story. I guarantee you, if you if you beat whoever Daniel Bryan picks, you will get a title match the next night on SmackDown. The night after the two two nights after Mania, you can do it as that. You can easily do that. You can also paint it as as Shane as AJ Styles not knowing what side Daniel Bryan is on. Daniel Bryan created the match in the first place. Yes. So here, maybe maybe it's not Shane that changed it to a triple threat match. Maybe Daniel changed it to a triple threat match. You have to paint Daniel as this guy that AJ needs to take down, right? If you're going to go that way. Yes. Which again is weird. It should be Shane being painted that way, but I know, but it, I, it can't I, be just the way that I know. their their roles it's work. It's the way that they've they've structured this as a little. But odd. that would be interesting if, if your plan is to not. And but the, I mean, I thought the plan all along was to go back to Styles Cena, not just to give Cena the moment, but to have Styles and Cena in the match. Like I thought that was equal parts. And again, I mean, Cena could not win the Rumble. I mean, it's a possibility. I don't. I believe he will be. I've been I've been pounding my fist on the table about that for a month. But I think it was half getting another Cena-Styles match and half giving Cena the Mania moment. And I think you still lose something. Even He'll have a great match with Kevin Owens. He'd have a great match with Sami Zayn, who was Sami Zayn's first match on the main roster. All that stuff. Those would be good matches, but it won't quite be the match of the year rematch. I have a, I have a counter. What if Cena doesn't win the Rumble? What if Nakamura doesn't win the Rumble? What if another Raw guy wins the Rumble and jumps ship? What if Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble and goes and fights Kevin Owens at WrestleMania for the SmackDown belt? That that's interesting to me because, in theory, they should be able to do that. No, no, no. They absolutely can do that. They should. They be have able to. phrased it as you get a championship match. They have, and it used to be you got a choice when they had two brands. I mean, we all again. What's the moment we all think of when you have a choice? You win the Batista. Royal Rumble. Yes, you think of Batista and Evolution and, and that breakup. Yeah, and him powerbombing Triple H. And absolutely to stay on Raw. They he, could easily run that angle. Here's why I think Balor. Everybody else has announced their intentions on their own. Balor went to Angle. And what was Angle's response? You'll represent Raw well in the Rumble. That's on purpose, I think. Now Maybe. that I, now that I, I think I see that was the... more just to set up the backstage segment with the club. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't read any more into that. We will see. I, I, didn't, I did not perceive that segment to be any more than what, what it was on the surface. Okay, I'm just saying, I think you could have Finn win the, win the Rumble, jump ship, and do Owens-Balor. Do Styles Nakamura as part of that Daniel Shane feud? You still get Roman now. I don't and, and Cena gets Taker. That that's that would be my. I mean, look, go down the card: Roman Brock, Cena Taker, Owens Balor, Styles Nakamura. It's not that's bad. a great top it's of the card for WrestleMania. Top, absolutely, it is. That may be one of the best tops of the cards WrestleMania's had in a long time. Yeah, I, it would be. And that's not really changing anything you really have set in motion right now. And, it's, yeah, it's all within the realm of believability based on what they've done already. And based on what we're hearing about what they might do. Correct. And, and maybe that's why they pulled the plug on Finn with Brock. Maybe. Because they wanted to reposition maybe. him for something it, else. It, it's very possible. We don't, we don't know for the full reasons why. Maybe they felt they didn't want Balor to lose to Lesnar. Because they were positioning him to win the Rumble and fight the title. And they wanted to get him off of Raw... Because they didn't have anything for him to do. So that's interesting. It just came to me while we were sitting here. I mean, you could have yeah, Samoa Joe win the Rumble. I have no idea. We've always, and again, it's possible either way, but we've always looked at them pulling Balor from that match with a negative light. But maybe, well, maybe that they had given up on Balor. They don't believe he's a star. All of those things. Maybe, just maybe, they had something else for him to do. And this is that something else. And again, I will repeat the top of the card. Lesnar Roman. Cena Taker, Owens Balor, 
Styles Nakamura. I, I, I have said that Wrestle Kingdom 12 is going to be the best pro wrestling event of 2018. You put that four-match card on WrestleMania 34, it's got, it's got a shot. It's got a shot. I don't think it'll I don't think it, it beats it, but, but it's got a chance. It's got a chance. It absolutely has a chance. So that was SmackDown, Jamie. What else do you want to talk about? Well, I think we've got to talk just at least a little bit about Wrestle Kingdom, you, even though we're going to do our, our big okay. preview. Do I, do, do I give you my hot take now? Okay. The match of the night is not going to be either of the two main events. Tanahashi, Jay White is what nope. you think it's going to be? Oh, no. Oh, you like I the I will pound title. my fist on yeah, the yeah, table yeah, yeah, for the that Fatal 4-Way. Way. That Fatal 4-Way is going to steal the show. Yeah, Takahashi, Kushida, Osprey, Skrull. That's going to be just incredible. It's tough to find four better, four, four better people that I think styles match. Like not just there are four more over people you could put in the world of pro wrestling in that match, but I think the styles of those four are going to be incredibly interesting to watch. Yes, and I think Tanahashi Jay White isn't getting enough love either. Jay White has said as much. Jay White is is you know he uh, he had a bit of a work shoot comment about you know how the two main events are getting more attention than his match with Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'm so excited for this show, man. New Japan Rumble is going to start it all off. The last two hours of this card are going to be some of the best wrestling that we're going to see this decade. I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be the best show of the year. Because just go, going in, going having that IWGP Junior Heavyweight Fatal 4-Way to, Tan, to Tanahashi J. White, to Omega Jericho, to Okada Naito. That's about two hours. Those are going to be the last two Okada hours. Okada Naito is definitely going at least 40 minutes. Yes. If not longer. Yes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Good. And it's very interesting to me. And we're gonna talk more about this tonight on on uh, AM ten sixty on our radio show. But there's a lot of momentum right now behind Chris Jericho winning the IWGP US Championship from Omega. I don't get it. I don't buy it. I yet. neither do I. I'm not sure you. My. I can think of, and we'll get into this more on the other show, so I don't want to spoil this too much. But there are a list of pros and cons to putting the belt on Jericho in this scenario. But to me, the biggest con would be the biggest star for a North American audience. I'm making this very clear. A North American audience in New Japan is Kenny Omega. Agreed. He is going to be your long-term moneymaker. Jericho is there to help accelerate that path for Kenny Omega, for New Japan, and for anybody else he happens to cross paths with in however long his journey with New Japan is, which is going to be at least two shows and maybe more. I tend to think he does something on New Year's Dash that sets up him. and Because, uh, again, I, I, we'll do more predictions later tonight, but I have no problem saying right now, Naito wins the belt tonight. I think Naito beats Okada. So I think you can set up Naito Jericho tomorrow. I think Naito... I think there's a better chance Naito beats Okada than Jericho beats Omega. Say that again? I think there's a better chance that Naito beats Okada than Jericho beats Omega. Well, I think it's a formality that Naito beats Okada tonight. I think it's a formality. That's the story they're telling. And I think it makes sense, and it's going to lead back to another Omega-Okada match. With Omega walking into the Dome as champion. Correct. That's the direction I'd go. That it's been a very long time since you beat me. Because the last two times, I was chasing the belt... The first time, I, I lost you that first match. Mm-hmm. We drew you didn't beat match, me the second match. And I beat you the third time. And I beat you the third time. Now I'm the champ. And now you're chasing. You're the one that's chasing me. That's a story that works for both the North American audience and, and the Japanese And it's been a year audience. since you, and it's been, no, at that point it'll be two years. 
If they do that at Wrestle Kingdom 13, that'll be two years since Okada beat Omega. And that's going to be the story. Right, because the, the you only... Haven't beat me, right. Yeah, you beat me in a one, but you, you know what? You haven't beat me in two years. We're one, one, and one, and it's been two years since you've been able to put get over on And me. what have you done? I became champion. You lost to Naito. Now, at that point, Okada he would have lost won. in the... What he, he lost in the, um, the G1. Oh, well, I think Okada Not has to win. He lost in the... Uh, who did he lose to? Who did he get upset by? Who? Okada. He lost to Evil in the, yes. in the G1. He lost to Evil in the G1. I thought I had that wrong for a second. He lost to Evil in the G1. In this storyline we're telling, he loses to Naito at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And then I think he's going to have to lose again before his redemption story happens at the G1. I, well, he's going to win the G1 next year, right? I, I, mean, think he, the, I think he should go undefeated and win the G1. I think he should beat everybody. It should be... Yes. He should just destroy... He should, he should go... The, the, it's the uh, it, he should go on an FU tour exactly and that's what the G1 should uh, be for I'm him. on a rampage to get my title back now he wins it he defends it successfully against whoever and then that sets up Omega Okada at the dome what a story that would because tell. originally that's a two year build essentially because here two year no two plus year storyline Right, well, because it, it'll date back to Wrestle Kingdom 11. So I think throughout that time Naito needs to still be the champion because the original story you can tell is oh my goodness Okada just won the G1. He's coming back after Naito. And then you have Naito drop the belt, maybe at King of Pro Wrestling yeah. or at Power Struggle or somewhere to Omega, and boom, away you go. And there's gonna and there's gonna always be that sense of because you could tell the story of Kenny's a champion, but he didn't beat Okada for the belt. Nope. He needs to beat Okada in a title match to truly be the guy. And you can make a case for either of those guys winning that match, too. Right? Would that not be must-see TV? It would be absolutely be must-see I'd stay up before in the morning again for that next year. Yeah, I think once you do this once, you've kind of committed yeah, yourself to doing it forever. Yeah, marks for life now. Yeah, I think you've, you, once you do it once, you've committed. Um, I don't know. That would be cool with me. I'll sign up for that. That's a whole year's worth of booking. You're welcome, so, New Japan. There's going to be, and, and I don't think we're going to touch on this too much in our on our show tonight. So I want to touch on it now. Okay, you've watched Wrestle Kingdoms before. You're more familiar with New Japan. I will be than the New Japan mark of the uh, of our viewing audience with today. the top of their card. I know their main eventers. I know their sub main eventers. Okay, even somewhat their upper mid carders. Okay, don't know a lot of the most of their mid card or lower card. Okay, so for people like me and maybe our other listeners who either are on the fence about watching New Japan mm-hmm. or haven't seen it before. What is the New Japan Rumble? Explain to me what that is going to be So this is going to be – this is – it's nothing like the Royal Rumble. I just want to make that very clear. You see the word Rumble attached to it? You think it's – Is it a battle royal? It is. It's a battle royal, but it does have Royal Rumble rules. So people come in every so often. It's a lot of the people that aren't going to be on the main card. A lot of it's mid their get, card. Get every, it's, it's their version of the, the get everybody on the card. It's match. the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal for New Japan. Correct. That is how I would accurately describe it. You're going to have some some returns, some veterans in there. You're going to have uh, Captain New Japan will probably be in it. You're going to have a lot of just a lot of gimmicks on there that won't make the card anywhere else, but they throw on here. Uh, you may have some young lions, some young boys in this match as well to kind of get them accustomed to, to the moment of the dome. So you got a lot of options there. Uh, so, look, the, this is they put this on the pre-show for a reason. It's, it's not something that you need to watch in order to enjoy the Wrestle Kingdom experience. That's all I'll say. We are going to watch it because we're already up. We might as well. Yeah, I would, and I want to see it. It, it. For me, it's a new experience. Now, it's a nice little appetizer right into the Young Bucks match that's, gonna, that's likely going to open the now main Now, see, to, to me, you said the last two hours of this show is going to be really good. 
I mean, I look at the match right before the Fatal Four Way Suzuki Goto. That's going to be fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was. I was going to ask you which of the non Final Four matches are you most excited for? So every you want me to so, rank them. So not sure. I'll rank. So them. we're we're excluding for this conversation the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Fatal Four Way, the, the Intercontinental Title Match, the U.S. Title Match, and the Heavyweight okay. Title Match. Those uh, four we already know we're going to love. Okay, I would go the uh, other what five on the card yes. that are not the New Japan Rumble. The other I five go on the main show. Cody Kota Ibushi one. Yes, the, the former for the ring of the Ring of Honor title that's no longer for the Ring of Honor title. Correct. Uh, Rapongi 3K versus the Young Bucks for yes. the, the opener for the IWGP Junior Tag Titles. By the way, it's a great way to start the show. Oh, it's going to be a spot fest. If you've ever seen one one of their opening Junior Tag matches, it is a twelve to fourteen minute spot fest. It's fantastic. Uh, then Suzuki Goto. Uh, then I would go with a gauntlet match for the never open weight six man titles. And then as much as I love Evil and Sonata, I'm just I, I don't enjoy the Killer Elite Squad all that much. So then that would be last. Yeah, me. see, this is gonna be interesting to me, because again, I'm approaching this a little bit differently. Uh, I know obviously I, I'm a big fan of the Young Bucks. I'm a big fan of Kodo Bushi and Cody Rhodes. I, I'm going to those matches, they don't they don't need much selling to me. Correct. Um I I haven't seen a lot of Davey Boy Smith Jr. in recent years. I want to see how he has progressed since the last time I've seen him. Same thing with Lance Archer. I haven't. I can't. I think the last time I saw him was in TNA. So I want to see those two guys who I am familiar with. There, so the Killer Elite Squad. I know what they were, and to me, they were didn't really capture my, much of my attention back in the day. I want to see how they are different. I have not seen uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón. Oh, I have not man. seen them in a match. Oh, I know you're who Evil and Sonata are. Oh. I have not seen a full match. With you're them. going to enjoy that. So match. I'm excited to yes. see what they do. Uh, Suzuki and Goto, I haven't seen them either. Oh. Uh, this, 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 that whole man. feud has not been on my radar. Wow. Then you're so gonna the fact that you're this. very excited yes. is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, one, the vignettes on the show are going to be very important to me. I'm going to be watching the vignettes for some of these matches. You know, again, I the, this, the, the never open weight six-man tag teams, I know... Almost all of those guys. Yeah, and that's going to be of all of that's a that's a gimmicked battle royal. Punky three guys. So I know most of those, but they, those those two matches right there in the middle, the 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 tag title, the IWGP tag title matches, and the never open weight championship match. I know very little about the people that are involved there, so I'm excited to kind of broaden my wrestling horizon. Oh, look at you! Match. Look at you get involved here. Uh, I think this is going to be a great show. I mean, again, I've called my shot. I think it's the best show of 2018. So. I'm, I'm staking my claim on this show tonight. I think it's going to be great. And I've said that I think the Marty Scroll, uh, Takahashi, Kushida, Osprey match is the match of the night. So uh, I have no problem going with that. Uh, Jimmy, let's wrap up here. We got two mixed match challenge teams announced. Yes, we do. We have Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. Which is the weirdest team that you didn't know that you needed, but you need. You you, you messaged me that, and I went, you know what? It was kind of interesting. I like the little video where Braun kind of like hugs her in. Like, come on, partner. Like, it's so... it's. It, Braun Strowman has that comedy element to him that they're not going to tap into for a while because right now he is very over as the unstoppable monster among men. But I mean, he that, rose from the ashes of a dumpster, so I mean, th- there was some comedy to that. But that comedy shtick will very much help him, a la Kurt Angle back in the day. That's a good comparison. He will be able to freshen up his character in two or three years with that sense of humor. And then the other team, the SmackDown team, Charlotte and Bobby Roode. Uh, all, all the all robes everything team. That's what you're naming them. Yes, I uh, glorious flair. Glorious uh, flair is, is a good one, one that I've come up with that I like a lot. Um, but those are two good teams to start off the mixed match challenge. Now Enzo is out of the mixed match challenge. Kurt Angle's replacing him now with who I don't know. Maybe maybe a second member of the new day. 
So that would be impossible since Kurt Angle cannot replace oh, no, right, the right. Raw they, side with the SmackDown right, Superstar. Because would, as you know, Jamie, they wouldn't mix those. That's right. Survivor Series is the only time of year. Well, it's the Ron... mixed match challenge. Maybe they mix rosters. But that's a good point. He probably they probably wouldn't do that. So maybe they take two people from maybe they, who is who I can't remember. I'm not even gonna have you look this up. It's not that important. But I remember there was like a voting for the last member. There is Elias, Elias is in there. Somebody. Samoa Joe is in there as well. By the way, Nia Jax not taking too kindly to the fact that Alexa Bliss stole the person that she wanted to be her partner in yeah. Strowman. So yeah, that's twice now. Well, they're no longer friends. She because Nia Jax chose her chicken noodle soup and Enzo Amore over Alexa Bliss. On Which Raw. did we confirm if it was chicken noodle soup? I I am I, sources close to situation have no idea. Okay, I just wanted to ask if we knew that. Nobody makes chicken soup. You make well. Chicken I don't know what chicken soup would be. Soup, but she. I don't. I guess it would be chicken noodle soup minus the noodles. Like that would be the logical thing one would think. But you make chicken noodle soup. Who does? I mean, who? Which is probably what you could use right now, along with your as you sneeze for I believe the 18th time in the I, show. I've muted Luckily the mic. You're right by the mute button. I'm no, sure, but this mic is hot, so probably yeah, still your mic's the worst. We need to put you on the I other. I need mic. to make sure people can hear me because I have lots of important things to say. Yeah, I'm sick. I apologize in advance, guys. If this yeah, is you can, not yeah, the he, most... he's gonna be in my house. He's gonna get me sick. I'm gonna be sick. I, I'm look orange juice, day cool, man. I'm so your it. germs, coupled with very little sleep, and coupled with and an extra I'll, long day of work, coupled with junk food. It's going to be a nightmare. We're, we're doomed tonight. I'm screwed. But see, you're going to, you, you were the one that t- sold me on this. Tomorrow's going to suck, but when we look back on this in like a month or two, it's going to be the greatest thing we've ever done. I, well, I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing I've ever done. I have, I have higher life in terms of wrestling than you do. In terms of wrestling, okay. you do your thing. The greatest thing we You do ever. your thing, boo. But we're going to look back at this as a moment where we were happy we stayed up for it. Yes. Like, I know tomorrow is going to be the worst. Oh, it's going to be rough. But once we get, like, a good night's sleep back again, we're going to be very happy that we watch this live. Because there's no way on earth we could have avoided the spoilers for this. There's and not a chance. And I can't – I'm sorry. As much as I love professional wrestling, the element of surprise or the element of, well, I think Naito's going to win the match, but I'm not going to bet my life that Okada doesn't. And and if to, to find out that he did and he gets spoiled, but for once you? I already know, I can appreciate the match. But I want to put. You know what? We've talked about this on the show a lot, and I I actually rewatched matches two and three of Okada Omega. Yes, and I have changed my mind. Two is better than them all. Yes, thank you. But you know why? You know what happened? Number three was the only one I watched live. Number three was the only one I watched that I didn't know what happened. And that's why you put it And so my initial reaction was, wow, I really enjoyed that. And I went back and I went, you know, why was that? Because I didn't have the other stuff spoiled for me. Mm -hmm. I already knew when I went back and watched one and two that they were considered some of the greatest wrestling matches of all time and I already knew what the finish was. So I'm coming in with different expectations. The element of surprise is important and there was no way we could have avoided the spoilers for this. So the only solution is to be... Dog tired tomorrow, but to make it till four thirty in the morning. Well, I wrote that. Part. I wrote that on the site today. FRSlam.com. Three reasons why you need. If you're on the fence, why you need to stay up for Wrestle Kingdom twelve tonight? And yes, w- FRSlam.com. Read that, please. And one of the things I said was, so Chris can feed his cat. Yeah, oh, a diabetic cat. Probably. Yeah, it's a diabetic cat. Um, he has a diabetic cat. Have you started to go fund me for your diabetic cat? I have cat? not. It's okay. not really my cat. It's my girlfriend's cat, who, by the way, has called us ridiculous for this. That just want that to be on the record. Well, she's to be fair, she's not wrong. No, she's probably accurate with what we're about. It to is a little ridiculous. It is. It but is. But it's a also little... like, hey, you know, 
some people are like you know shooting up heroin and and stuff, and we're just sitting on a couch eating pizza You've and watching now, Ohio. You have now made a Greenies reference and a heroin reference. Well, in I'm this just show. saying. There's this, worse things you could be doing. So is this there, are pe- there are people out there that like do heroin and commit felonies. Is this what happens when we take the show off of the radio? You just open up to these types yes. of references? Yes. I've also had legitimately a lot of coffee today. I you had have. a large latte. You're drinking latte. another chocolate milk. No. I had a large latte this morning followed up by this large ice skinny mocha. Or chocolate milk. And that's a lot of coffee. Yeah. you're Yeah. Well, you need it. I'm going to go get another soda after this. Yeah, you were you were caffeine deprived today. Oh, I had a bad caffeine headache this morning. It was not it was not good. Uh, the point I was going to make is the spoilers. Avoiding the spoilers was one of my reasons why I was like, you just got to stay up. You got to do yes. it. Now look, we have the luxury of the job that we do, where we can come in a little bit later. Maybe you can. Yeah, I, I said yeah. Speak for yourself. You can, if I, I get four hours of sleep, that would be that would be the best absolute best case scenario for me is four hours. But see, it's I plan like on three and a half. I me. plan on being here at nine tomorrow. Well, yeah, but see, here's the thing. I might not need to be in the office till nine, but I start my work day at seven. Right. So I'm going to try to push that to eight, but this card's not ending before four thirty. No, and it may go later than that. I know. So I'm worried about it. But then I have a full day of work. Then I've got post work activities. By the way, Chad Gable had, uh, twenty minutes ago just tweeted uh, last night's deplorable uh, order of events. One, I became a two-time tag team champion. Makes perfect sense in quotes. Or in parentheses. Two, instant replay question mark. Why was that in the match in parentheses? Three, random referee, quote, why, uh, parentheses, why was he in the match question mark? Random dude, four, random dude restarts our match in parentheses. Why was he in the match question mark? We deserve justice. It's not wrong. With pictures of one, them winning the titles, two, the replay, three, the other referee, and then four, random dude restarts our match. It's an arrow pointed at Greg Hamilton, who is not a random dude. He is the ring announcer for SmackDown, which I find hilarious that they're calling him a random dude. So that's how Chad Gable feels about losing his his championship. By the way, I like two weeks ago, I guess there's two episodes ago, not two weeks ago, where they called Shelton Benjamin old Jason Jordan. That, was, that was two weeks ago where they called him old Jason Jordan, which I thought was very hilarious. Uh, Jamie, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. I'm, I'm getting us out of here. You, you calling it? Calling it. Giving us the go-home cue? The go-home cue. We have a radio show to do in a couple of hours. Hope everybody... Yeah, so we'll continue to preview it there. No, I'm going to run right over you because I can now. It's great. Right, go ahead. We're going to continue to preview New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 12 card on the radio. And then tomorrow, tune into the podcast. We're going to review it for you. We'll be tired. If you don't like spoilers... Don't I, I just say don't listen to the podcast tomorrow because we are going to talk about this card extensively and if you, and if if you are one of those people you can watch at least the back half of the Wrestle Kingdom card on Access TV this weekend. I, I the yes. way that Jr has talked about this, they said the final four matches. So I don't know if the whole card is going to be there right away, but you'll be able to watch the four matches we talked about: the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, Fatal Four Way. Support New Japan. Sign up for New Japan World, the nine ninety nine. Yes. Watch the show. Okay. Nine hundred and ninety nine yen. Is that what it is? Yes. That, that is what. It, yeah, it's like nine dollars. Yes. I get charged every month for it. It's it's worth it. Yes. It's more worth it than the WWE Network. Okay. With all the wrestling you're gonna get this month, you have New Beginning at the end of the month. You have New Year's Dash tomorrow. Oh, uh, you have Wrestle Kingdom tonight. You have Phantasmania where CMLL which Jamie still has yet to watch in New Japan, do their little combined shows. Also, we have a New Japan kind of video game now. Kind of. It's, it's, an, addition, it. it's an addition to an already established game. Fi- uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. Yes, Fire Pro Wrestling. Is like a, basically a New Japan 
DLC, for lack of a better phrase. They're also doing a management DLC, which is basically like a GM mode that you don't have yes. in WWE 2K anymore. Yes, I know. They're going to have in that game. Give me a GM mode, then I'm, I'm sold. They're porting the game over to PS4. It's currently on PC. You can buy it right now. Yeah. I do not own it yet. I may have to get a PS4. You do. To get that, get that and the, the show, show you'll, you'll be happy. I, know. I may have to actually do that. All right. So also, like, so t- tomorrow when you listen to us, we're going to be so, so loopy. <sighs> So if you don't, even if, if you don't care about New Japan, still listen to the show because I don't know what the heck's going to come out of my mouth. Oh, this is going to be hours some, some show. Probably going to be a lot of expletives and a lot of things. Yeah, that do a lot of sense. I will let you wrap the show up now, Chris. Okay, that is it. We are out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will be back tomorrow with our Wrestle Kingdom 12 review. Talk to you then, guys.